to the Literacy Ladies Podcast here at Western Connecticut State University. Uh, my name is Michelle Whitco, and I'm a language arts consultant for the city of Danbury and am a literacy coach also for the city of Danbury. Today, we're going to be talking about phonological awareness and how important it is in the primary grades. Now, I can't do this alone, but I also have one of our uh, favorite professors here at Western Connecticut State University, and that is Dr. Darla Shaw. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Well, I've been teaching for 59 years, not all here in the public school system. When I started out, it was all phonics, but we were looking at the letters. We weren't listening to the sounds as much. And I'm so glad that today we're really having our students listen to the sounds because this makes them just such better readers. Oh, great, great. And that's the importance of our pre-K and our kindergarten programs is phonological awareness, one of those foundational skills for reading, because we want all of our kids to be reading and be expert readers by the time they get uh get out of kindergarten. So today we're going to talk about phonological awareness and we're going to talk about three important parts that Dr. Shaw and I really love and, and take to heart. Our first one is going to be rhyming, then we'll talk about segmentation or segmenting, and then we're also going to talk about blending, the blending of the sound. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, well, one of the things that uh, we always use when we're talking about rhyming, which is the first, are Dr. Seuss books. I mean, they are perfect. And when I was doing my research on Dr. Seuss, I found that his mother was a wordster. And she does what many of us need to do with our kids. First of all, she would have her son um, say a word, and then she would say... Um, does this word rhyme with it, or doesn't it rhyme? And he would be able to differentiate between words that rhymed and those that didn't. Then she would give a word and have him give a word that was a rhyming word, and then she would work up to just come up with two words of your own, three words of your own, four words of your own that would rhyme. And then she said, they can be nonsense, they can be real. And this is sort of what we are doing today with our students. Oh, great. And rhyming is one of the most fun things to uh, learn in kindergarten. And when we talk about rhyming, we're talking about words that are the same at the end or sound the same at the end. So you're going to have words like white and right, bite and night, cat and bat, flat and spat. Those are rhyming words. And what kids like to do in elementary school, especially in pre-K and in kindergarten, is they like to play rhyming games. And it can be nonsense words also. It doesn't always have to be a real word when we talk about rhyming. It could be words like if you're going to rhyme bat, for example. It could be vat, mat, cat, lat, dat. Any of those would be rhyming words. And what the kids love to do as we do rhyming games is they like to just rhyme and rhyme and rhyme. It has sort of a sing-songy tone to it. And that's the best part about phonological awareness is rhyming in my book. I like to rhyme. 
And I want to make certain that students internalize. And the best way that they can internalize is to use their body in so many ways. So I like to have them clap or move or put their thumbs up and down. So for instance, if I said, I want you to listen to the word dog. Now I'm going to give you a sentence. I saw a frog in the pond. And I would say, I'm going to say the sentence again, and I want you to clap when you hear the word that rhymes with dog. So they would go, I saw a frog in the pond. Also, we do a lot with, does this word rhyme or doesn't it? Put your thumb up, put your thumb down. This is internalizing. Or you can get one of those auction paddles, make your own with a check on one side and a cross for wrong on the other. So what you would do, you would say a word or two words and say, do they rhyme or do they not rhyme? And kids love to actually move. So I tell my students, this is the word. I give them another word. If it rhymes, they step forward. If it doesn't, they step back. So there are so many different things you can do to make rhyming fun. Oh, yeah, rhyming's fun. And we love songs with rhymes, too. That's another one for a later podcast. But now we're going to talk about segmenting. So segmenting is when you're separating the sounds, and that's so important in phonological awareness, is that students are able to read words and to also separate them, or to figure out that uh, maybe a few words have the same sound. For example, you could give words like bee, bang, boo. Those all start with the b sound. You could also do words that have um, the same sound at the end, sip, clap, hop. So this is where the student is going to be learning how to separate or segment each word. Usually for kids in kindergarten, this is a skill we work on all year. And once we master beginning sounds and segmenting, we can also then go to end sounds and to segment. Right. And there again, the internalization can be done in so many different ways, even like with the word cat. And you say to the student, how many sounds do you hear in cat? And if you had a drum of any type, k, a, t, they really begin to hear the sounds and the segmentation. Uh, I like to, with my students, use my elbow and almost like a chopping sound so that as they say a particular sound, they chop and almost cut it apart. They can do the same thing with clapping. They can do the same thing with stomping their feet. What I like to do and my students like to do, we'll take a word like ben, ba, and it ends in n. Now, the n is the end of that word. Now they've got to come up with the beginning of another word so that they would say n, n, nut. And then the ending of nut is t. So therefore, they have to start the next word with a t. And the end of n. And it would just keep going, beginning and ending blends. And it's just so much fun. Wow, I like that game, Darla. I'm going to try that one oh. tomorrow in kindergarten. <laughs> okay. I like that. Another one that you're making me think of is giving students a few words, uh, like pudding, pack, peanut, and mud. Which one doesn't have that pattern of that first sound? Mm -hmm. And having the kids look, hmm, if I'm just going to look at the first sound, pudding, pack, peanut, and mud, 
oh, mud is not going to match because the others start with the p sound. Yeah, I also like when you talked about the cup with the objects Mm -hmm. in the cup or just looking around the room and, you know, saying and looking for floor, you know, looking for things around the room Mm -hmm. or just having pictures and see if they can begin to align the initial sound with a picture or an object. Right, great. See, phonological awareness is so much fun. Now, another part of phonological awareness that's so important is blending. Students need to see that some letters, like S and H, are going to blend together to make one sound. So segmenting, where you're isolating the sounds and separating them out, blending is another skill that you're going to use to blend sounds together. So our common blends that we teach in kindergarten are SH, S-H says SH. And then you have chop, ch, says ch, like in chop. So those are some common blends that we love to teach in kindergarten and have a lot of fun with because they can be found in the beginning of words and they can also be found at the end of words. And as Darla was mentioning about, um, we do a lot of games with rhyming and segmenting and blending. One of the games that we do with blending is we kind of do tongue twisters. So she, shoulders, Uh, Oh, goodness, now I can't think of any. But we play games. (laughs) We'll edit that out. (laughs) We play games with the same sounds, almost like they're tongue twisters, to blend those sounds together. Yes, and... um What I like to do is always use the body as much as possible. So when they're blending, I like to have them sort of roll their hands. Or I like them to almost look like they are mixing something in a bowl. Or separating the fingers and bringing the fingers together. Or have two students separated and then bringing the two bodies together. Or taking your fingers like a rainbow chain and bringing the two of them together. And once students can begin to segment and to blend, then comes the excitement. And we're not going to talk about that now, but that would be the manipulation and really changing all the letters around. Oh, I love that when you talk about I love that when you talk about deletion and you talk about uh, separating the sounds and adding new sounds in and taking some out. That's a lot of fun, too. So some of the games that you can work on in phonological awareness, there's songs and games. Um, Something that we like to do in kindergarten is um, we have a little rhyming box. So we'll have things, little pictures or little cars in our box, and the kids will have to take out the car and try to rhyme it. But we like to do songs. (laughs) So one of our songs that we like to do is, every word has a rhyme, now we rhyme car. And that's what I pulled out of the box. Every word has a rhyme, and I pulled out a bat. And then the kids can rhyme those those items, and they can do nonsense words and real words. And then the next student can try it out with a different rhyme. It's a great way to practice rhyming, and the kids have so much fun with it. Another game that we have for segmenting, and I talked about blending, how we always have those tongue twisters that we can try out. But uh, for segmenting, we use cubes in those Alconian boxes. You remember those, Dr. Shaw, right? But they work. They Mm -hmm. certainly do. 
So using those Alconian boxes, it's just a piece of paper with three boxes outlined and the kids have cubes, they could have erasers, they could have anything that they can manipulate and they push those sounds, that's what we call it. So when we have our example of car, their Alconian box, they're pushing a cube up for k a r car. And they're also uh, testing it out with even two-syllable words. Right. I think what's so important is to remember that the things that we're talking about are not only for teachers. Mm -hmm. These need to be reinforced at home. They can be fun. Um, Sometimes just 10 minutes before bed. Let's play games. Let's have some fun. Let's talk and hear and do everything we can with sounds. And then when students go to a restaurant, when they go to the supermarket, you know, when they're walking down the street, you know, and you're talking, they will begin to talk and focus and make sounds. And then literacy becomes paramount in their life. And that's what we're looking for. Oh, great. I'd love to end on that note. So we are the Literacy Ladies, and we thank you to listening uh, to our podcast on phonological awareness. Just a closing note is phonological awareness. It's a big foundation uh, for to have a good reader, but also it can be fun. And you can do it at home and at school and practicing those three main ideas in phonological awareness of rhyming, segmenting, and blending will be the key to a great uh, long life of reading. Thank you. <laughs>